0: I'm hoping to do a lot more like light romance reading. Like, oh, I love those kind of books. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Cultivating the Lovely. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coffett. You can find out more about the podcast at cultivatingthelovely.com, in our Yellow Brick Road membership community at patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely, and in our Facebook group. I would also love to connect with you on Instagram, where you can find me at Mackenzie Kappa. That's M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E-K-O-P-P-A. Alright ladies, this week we pick up where we left off in last week's episode because we ended up just free-falling into the hole of beauty and skincare last week and we didn't get to all of our other spring and summer favorites, so... Rebecca and I continued our conversation, and we have a whole hour put together of the books we're reading, the shows we're watching or looking forward to watching, and a whole bunch of other spring and summery things. So we hope you really enjoy this episode, but before we get there, I wanted to mention something that maybe you guys aren't completely aware of, and that's did you know that if you become a loveliest level Patreon member, then you can actually get all the episodes of the podcast early and ad free. Can you believe it? We also have discussion questions that we come out with for every show so that you can talk about them with either our cultivating groups if you're in one of those or just with your friends or your family and you know you're going to want to talk about all those skincare things from last week. They're just little prompts to get those discussions going. Plus, we talk about them in our Facebook group where we've got a beautiful, wonderful community of ladies who are in that Patreon tight-knit group and I just love them so much. I've been trying to do more live video in our Patreon group, so if you haven't checked it out lately, you might want to head over to patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely. We would love to welcome you into the family, especially as we are moving forward through the summer. At the end of the summer, we'll be doing a rebrand of Cultivating the Lovely. Still all the goodness that you're used to, but with some extra things and a little bit more focus, I'm really excited to be sharing more about that soon, but you're going to want to come over and join us in Patreon because they will be the first to know all the details and. In fact, they already do know a lot of what's going to be happening with the rebrand. So if you want to go over there, get into Patreon, watch one of our latest Facebook Live videos, you will hear all the details. So again, patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely. All right, without further ado, let's get going with this episode of Rebecca and I and all of our spring and summer favorites. Welcome back, Rebecca. Hey. Okay. So this episode is our second half to what we were doing last week, which ended up just diving down the rabbit hole of beauty and skincare. (laughs) So this week, we're going to talk about all the other favorites and things for spring and early summer that we're excited about. They aren't necessarily all new things that are coming out right now. They just are things we happen to be liking right now or reading or yeah. watching or you know that kind of thing so yeah which one do you want to start with we've got a plethora of topics which one what's calls the, to you
1: what's the shortest you want to do shows first
0: so what have you been watching
1: I feel like the usuals but then the, see this is the problem because we've talked about this in Ingrid and Fiona yeah and so I can't remember I don't think maybe we've mentioned here but then again maybe <laughs> we have I don't know so it might be repeat, but always Victoria, always the crown. Um, I get the most excited, I think, when those are coming back on. I'm but very have excited. You heard about when the crown's coming back on? Oh, no, and it's been a long time, hasn't yeah. it?
0: Yeah. No, I think it's not going to come out till fall, possibly late fall. So okay. that's that's not on the horizon just yet.
1: Okay. I was thinking... I'd watched it, but really, no, I haven't watched it in forever. Victoria, that's what I watched recently.
0: Yeah. The Crown, it will be almost two years or possibly two full years. Really? Yep. Yep. Oh,
1: my goodness. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Okay, well, then um, the Downton Abbey movie is coming, and I don't know when, but I'm very excited about it. September 20th. You always know. (laughs) So
0: you're a little ahead of the...
1: Well, I've been watching the trailers, like I've seen clips of the trailers, so it's gotten me in the mood
0: for it. Yes.
1: So, and I rewatched the entire show recently.
0: Oh, you did again? Yeah. Oh, I guess Uh you did. Yeah. 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 Well, and so So, did um, I, and so that's why I knew when it was coming out. Yeah.
1: So, that's funny because I can tell you almost everything comes out around September 20th through the 24th. Oh, funny. Because my birthday's the 23rd. Yeah. Yeah all the time shows come out on the 23rd and i just remember it because i'm like oh, yeah my birthday's like the day of television again or something That's but funny. and sometimes it'll be claire's birthday you know or like yeah like it's always right on that week so
0: Interesting.
1: um it is it's just kind of a there's a tidbit for you that yes. useless knowledge um jason and i together have been watching brooklyn Nine. oh I had seen a couple of episodes on an airplane one time and it was like the only choice, you know, oh, yeah. when you're flying. And I thought, oh, this show is just, I wish there was something else. I can't stand it. But if you watch it from the beginning, it's actually hilarious. I mean, truly. Yeah,
0: I've heard Not, it's it, very funny. It's so
1: different than what it came across when you just see a random episode.
0: Oh, yeah. So I different.
1: Bet. Yeah. So it, it us see, we've been watching that. We just started the last season or the most current season okay. it's not the last it's still going so that's kind of a new one yeah that we've done and then i'm re-watching the durals in corfu
0: okay for that's like time. what your, yeah you're i was gonna say your third time uh-huh. we yeah. i actually have been watching some of it too and i want to watch well that's on my list is season four i'm gonna watch i think i have a hack to be able to see season four yeah i do <laughs>
1: We talk about that off, I was going to say <laughs> off camera, I'm not on camera. We will talk about that later. Off, off air, uh, yeah. Off air, there
0: you go, off recording. <laughs>
1: um, okay, well, yeah, I need to know about that. But, um, so I've done a lot of repeat lately. Yeah. You know, what things don't want to repeat. And so that's probably it right now, I think. Okay. Well, Madam Secretary, I always keep up with Madam Secretary.
0: And see, that's on my list of like things that I haven't finished, but I need to get back to and finish. So it was
1: my least favorite season.
0: Yeah, so far. yeah, Very and that's why.
1: agenda-ish. Yes, which, like,
0: and I it, think that's why I kind of lost my interest and I didn't keep up on it as yeah. regularly as I normally do. But I do want to finish out the season, so I want to finish that in Blue Bloods for the season. No,
1: I haven't
0: seen that. Yeah, it's we've just watched it for the past two years. Um, but now it's like, I know the characters well enough and everything that I would like to to get caught up on that. Um, so the ones that I have are like, one of them is totally not new. It's Newsroom by Aaron Sorkin. And it's only got three seasons, I think, but I watched it a few months ago. And there's language and stuff, but you guys, oh, it is brilliant. And it I've is, never even heard of it. It's got, uh, what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? He just starred, <laughs> he's from, he's got a very eclectic resume. He just starred in To Kill a Mockingbird on Broadway, but he was also in Dumb and Dumber. Why can't I think of his name? One of the main ones? Jeff Daniels. That's what it okay. is. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Yes. Um, He plays the lead, he plays a, a news anchor, and his like, ex-girlfriend ends up coming to be the producer on the show that he's working on and it's so interesting because they cover actual news stories that happened so they cover this big oil spill they cover 9-11 they cover like um the killing of bin Laden, like all of these things that were pretty pivotal things in our country. Yeah. And how to address them in the news. And it was incredibly thought-provoking, very fast-paced, incredible character development. You go from like first season really not liking certain people to by the end of season three, you're like, oh my gosh, I love that guy. Like he's the greatest. And it's it's just brilliant. It was so so well done. I wish it had had more than three seasons because it was just so good.
1: The good ones get cut short. Off, yeah, it makes me yeah. so aggravated. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it it it's a really really good one. So, and you can watch that on Prime for free. So it's a great one. Um, The this is a movie on Netflix. I don't know. I'm sure I've told you about it, but I don't think you've watched it. And it's To All the Boys I've Loved Before.
1: Oh, it's on a list of mine of eventual oh, movies to watch. Because, it is. Uh, Melanie Schenkel mentioned it once. Yes. And I wrote it down.
0: Okay. It is so cute. It's kind of like the modern day 10 Things I Hate About You. Kind of like it's that sort of I don't know. It just is so cute. And Noah Centineo, who plays Peter Kaminsky, he's just delightful, and it's super fun to watch. And they're—they're they're making a sequel, so I think it's a, a really good movie. Okay. I that thought was it was like very cute point to watch that. It's just like a cute rom com, and there aren't many rom coms well, anymore. Oh, no, it makes me. Yeah, and I think that Netflix is doing a pretty good job of bringing them back, so I thought it was very cute and very funny. I mean, it is set in high school, so you have to go into it knowing that, but um, yeah, I thought it was very cute, so I've got
1: I got to like watch that. It.
0: Yeah. yeah, you've got to. And then I recently watched Call the Midwife Season 8, and... I have no idea. You watched it all
1: the way through? I have. I gave up. I quit when they did the very first Christmas special, and then I never have
0: watched it since then. Okay. I did. (laughs) Oh, yes. I've watched all the seasons. Um, And there are times when it can get very agenda driven, Um, especially this season, they hit on a couple of topics that were very heavily agenda driven. Um, But I tried to come at it from the perspective of being someone willing to listen to the other side instead of just like, you're wrong. You're an idiot. Stop doing what you're doing. You know, not that I'm going to agree with you, but to try to hear like the, the heart behind the other side. yeah. Yeah. And so in that way I could take, you know, what they were saying and you know, because it is interesting because like the topic of abortion is brought up and they, but they are working in a nunnery, <laughs> you know, what it, convent? <laughs> is that the correct word? Clearly I'm, was not raised. <laughs> or I don't even think they're Catholic. I think they're like Episcopal. They or are. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know, they're, they're nuns. And obviously they have a perspective on abortion, but it was, really interesting to me how the women of faith were able to approach helping the women who had made these decisions still from a loving place and a caring place and I thought that that was really interesting and thought-provoking so so from that perspective I enjoyed the season it wasn't like my favorite season but I'm glad I watched it Ladies, Plan to Eat is back this week as a sponsor of the podcast. And you know if you've been listening that I love Plan to Eat. I've used them for five years. I truly believe they are the best service of its kind. So what is plan to eat? Well, it's a meal planning subscription service online and it has an amazing app that goes along with it that allows you to input all of the recipes that your family already knows and loves and fit your dietary restrictions and all of that. They've got this awesome little pin tool that allows you to easily import recipes right off the web and then be able to drag and drop them onto your plan. You can plan breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, everything. You can even include prep notes, so it tells you the day before what you need to do to get ready for the next day. Another one of my favorite features about the service is their shopping list, especially with their awesome app. I always have my shopping list with me now. I never forget it at home, and it automatically puts everything to the store that I typically buy that product at, which makes my shopping life so much easier. Oh, and did I mention that you can create menus? So once you've planned an entire week, if you want to repeat that week later on, you can save that entire plan as a menu and use it again in the future, eliminating a ton of the decision fatigue and headache, which all of us mamas can use. Am I right? Plan to Eat wants to help you get real food prepared at home on your table as easily as possible. And they have a full support team that is available to help you get started with an account and answer any questions. Like I mentioned, it's a subscription service that's $4.95 a month or $39 a year and they usually give a free 30-day trial with no payment required but because you listen to my show and I love plan to eat they're going to give you 60 days free that's two months to try the service and seriously fall in love with it plus we can become friends in there just search me apple turquoise and we can share recipes and stuff which is awesome so all you have to do is go to plan lovely and you can start that 60-day free trial instead of their normal 30-day trial again that's plan to lovely a current one that I just started watching a few weeks ago is The Spanish Princess, which oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not like head over heels in love with, but I find it interesting. Of course, I think it's a little <laughs> annoying because, you know, it's based on history. So it's based on Catherine of Aragorn who came to marry Prince Arthur. I'm This is like the early 1500s. And so like she knew Christopher Columbus and stuff and so she comes to marry um, Prince Arthur but then Prince Arthur dies and she ends up marrying his brother who is Henry VIII. So he, she was the first of Henry VIII his wives, his wives. And so from that perspective it's like, oh, interesting, you know, but then when you read the actual history, like she came over when she was 15 and Henry Eighth was only 10 and it was like many years later that she ended up marrying him. You know, and right now they kind of make it all out like, oh, they're all in their early 20s. And, yeah. you know, so it's, it's a little, little fictitious, but, um, but interesting. And the gal who plays Edith, I can't think of a real name, but Edith in Downton Abbey, um oh, yeah. is in it and um yeah I, it's it's interesting it's you know a a fun kind of you know period drama to watch so I'll keep watching and see what happens I
1: might take that up on Jason's next trip because like yeah. some shows I just watch on my own while he's gone so yeah I may save that one for
0: yeah I like the accents and all that kind of thing so that's kind of yeah. fun um, I think that, so you think, well, I know that, so you think you can dance is starting soon. I'll watch that one. Like if I have time, but my time is pretty short for TV watch lately. Yeah. I like, and like a lot of the, um, uh, pros or whatever. I can't remember what they call them, but the people who used to be on the show that are coming back as the mentors or whatever, I know who a lot of them are. So that's kind of fun. Watch it when you kind of know some of the people already, Um, but it'll just have to be if I have time. But the other one that I'm looking really forward to watching, embracing myself for, and I know not everyone will agree with this or whatever, but I've talked about it on the show before. Handmaid's Tale. It is coming back. I have not gone
1: there so this week. I'm too scared to go there. (laughs) It's
0: oh, I'm not gonna lie. It is super intense, super super intense and th- i mean there are all kinds of things in this is show is it
1: like suspenseful what yeah. what is the intensity because people say that <coughs> but i don't know what what do they mean exactly in what yeah word.
0: well they are mm. it's this crazy culture in which women have no rights whatsoever and the men have <coughs> completely taken over and they the women are like trying to create these rebellions and everything. But if they find out that you're rebelling, they'll kill you or they'll maim you. They'll, you know, if they don't like something you've done, if you've been disrespectful to the guy that you're a handmaid for, they'll burn your eye out, you know, like they will do insane things to like keep people in line, you know, when they are being trained to be the handmaids, the you know Aunt Lydia, who is training them, has a cattle prod. Like she will not hold back on just go ahead and zapping you with that sucker. You know she just she is it's her job to keep them in line and keep them scared so that they stay in their place. And so to have the handmaids and the Marthas, which are like the handmaids are the fertile women because so much destruction has happened to the country. Like people haven't taken care of the country that, um, pollution is rampant and fertility has almost become future. It's supposed to be kind of current time, like not too far in the future. And yeah. I thought it
1: was old. Like no, eighteen
0: hundreds, no. This is like they reverted back because they thought like, oh my gosh, our country's going to, you know, you know where, and there's everybody's infertile. And so we have to somehow get the country back and we need to, they actually, the whole thing is they're going back to the biblical mandates that men are in charge and women have no voice. And so it's based on... (laughs) Jacob and Rachel and Leah bringing their handmaids to him to try to have more children. Oh. So that's kind oh, of... Oh, like I totally had a from.
1: different thought. Like, this is nowhere what I thought that was it about. what it was about, so...
0: Yeah, they have flashbacks to, like, their previous lives where they were normal and wearing normal clothing and having jobs, and then it shows how they were, like you know, all of the women's bank accounts were frozen one day. And one day soldiers marched into all of the job places and all the women were fired and told to go home. And like, so it's, I know it sounds crazy. I know this sounds really crazy, but there's actually a lot of parts of it that I can relate to. And I think that's what kind of attracted me to the show in the beginning because I mean obviously it's a much more extreme version but I lived under a lot of oppression and yeah. there, there's just some crazy similarities to my to my former life so yeah, yeah. so that's why I think it's interesting because now they're like trying to get out. 'Cause if you make it to Canada then you're free. Oh. So yeah. It's intense. Oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> it it does sound good though. I mean I it's kind of show though I can tell I couldn't watch it home alone. Like <laughs> I'm a weenie with that kind of stuff though, so I would have to watch it like when Jason was home, we'd have to watch it together. Because yeah. I I can't even watch, oh, well, one, okay, I meant to mention this earlier, Endeavor, we love oh, that show. Oh, yeah. It's so good. I can't wait to it comes back out again, but I absolutely cannot watch it on my own. Okay. After Jason has to be home, and he's like, it's not even real. I don't care. I know it's not real, but I can't do it. No. And I'm not a scaredy cat by nature, but there's something about TV shows that are suspenseful that I just don't, I don't like that on my own. Yeah. At all.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess I was living with people and I was watching Handmaid's Tale the other (laughs) two seasons, but yeah, I haven't even thought about it, I guess. But you know, it's amazing how much your perspective on all those kinds of things can shift over 20 months because I like, I'm just kind of used to it. Now you know, it's like right. I don't like dealing with spiders, but I do it now because I have to, you know, right? Like, yeah, and so, yeah, I just there's not going to be anybody here to protect me <laughs> and be manly, so I just Roman, yes, Roman. yeah, although I won't be watching Handmaid's Tale with Roman,
1: no, so but he can kill the spiders
0: sometimes, sometimes he's a weenie about it. <laughs> <laughs> actually all the the spider issues I've had have always been when he's not home I'm Like, dang. Oh, it. of course so yeah. <laughs> yeah like my very first night here uh to deal with like the biggest spider so yeah but yeah I guess I'm just used to like and and I'm I don't typically watch like horror movies or you know Pride. something like this and I'm yeah I'm aware enough of the characters and what to expect with Handmaid's Tale that I just, I just can't even watch do it.
1: like, if they're solving like Sherlock, if they're solving a mystery, mm. I can't watch that. I can't watch it on my own. I just can't do it. Yeah, I don't even know why. Cause I'm very aware that like, no, there's no boogie monster. I mean, I don't yeah. like, I'm not sure what the timidity or I guess is how you would say that is, but I just can't do it. I can't do it. You know, don't want to do it.
0: Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that I just, I've seen this a lot lately with my friends who are married that there are certain things where it's just like you have the option to say I don't want to do that alone or I don't want to figure out that thing so you don't have to because
1: I just say I'm gonna wait and watch him when Jason's home
0: yeah and if I decided to wait then I may never see it (laughs) so right (laughs) right. it's like I'm just gonna do this myself and it'll be fine so you just kind of get more resourceful (laughs) Anyway, okay, so is that all your shows? Yes. Ladies, another one of my favorite sponsors is back this week on the show, and it's BioClarity. Now, you may have noticed I'm a little obsessed about skincare, and BioClarity is one of my very favorite brands. BioClarity is a clean and green skincare brand that has products that just work. What healthy eating does for your body, BioClarity does for your face. Their skincare line offers easy-to-use regimens with good-for-you ingredients that will give you great skin. It's basically like a smoothie for your face. Now, you may have seen recently on Instagram, my sons and I using their their clarifying mask because i believe that it's even for boys and it's never too early to start having a good skincare routine i've been having so much fun using it with them and i've talked about before how my 13 year old is using their clear skin routine to help with those you know young teenage skin issues but i want to tell you a little bit today about how i have been using their essentials routine I absolutely love these products. And I love that their routine comes with everything you need to nurture, hydrate, and restore your skin. They have a three-step regimen that is packed full of detoxifying and calming nutrients, antioxidants, and a super special ingredient called Floralux that comes from plants. And you can only find Floralux in BioClarity. I use it every single day, morning and night. And their cleanser is absolutely more than just a cleanser. It nourishes and soothes skin. I use it every morning and it just feels calming to my skin before I put on my makeup. Their products help with redness, hyperpigmentation, and even out skin tone and texture for a healthy glow. They're just those three steps. You cleanse, you restore, and you hydrate. And I really have noticed just a softness to my skin. I feel like the redness in my skin, especially in my cheeks, has definitely helped to even out from the Floralux that I'm using consistently. Plus, I love that their products are 100% vegan, cruelty-free, paraben-free, sulfate-free, and artificial fragrance-free. And they have a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. So why don't you join me and get healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. And right now, for my listeners, you will save 40% on skincare routines plus an additional 15% off everything on their website. That's an incredible deal, but you need to enter my code lovely at checkout. So go to bioclarity.com and get 40% off skincare routines, plus an additional 15% off everything on their website. When you use my code lovely at checkout. Ladies, I am a big believer in that we all have things to work on. We all have things about ourselves that we need to work through, and sometimes it's helpful to have someone else's advice or opinions or guidance when we're trying to figure those things out. And that is why I love BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online service that will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. With my personal experience, I love that I could completely customize it to what I was specifically looking for help on and the kind of counselor that I wanted. I could say that I wanted a counselor of faith or that I preferred a woman, all of those different things, and they really are able to work it around my schedule. I can text them through the app to be able to have an ongoing conversation of what my needs currently are and what I might be struggling with or wanting guidance with. And I have really found their service to just be so helpful, especially working through a difficult time. But I could see it even being beneficial if I wasn't dealing with all the craziness. Sometimes it's just nice to have that person to listen. BetterHelp is not a crisis line, and it's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, and you don't have to worry about getting a babysitter and all that kind of thing. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great, Therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if it's needed. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Visit betterhelp.com/lovely and join over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And cultivating the lovely listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com/lovely. Okay, on to what we've been reading or are wanting to read. Both? Yes. Both. Okay. Yeah. So what have you been reading lately? Well, nothing
1: for myself. <laughs> um, I've been reading because I'm, so, you know, I was reading all the challenge a books for the, okay. Let me back up. Okay. We're part of classical conversation. <laughs> yes. The older classes are called challenge classes. And I thought I was tutoring the seventh grade class, which is called challenge a. And so I was reading all the books that go along with that class. And I got two thirds of the way through when I redid everything and realized I have to teach challenge B, which is the eighth grade (laughs) class. So I've been reading Little Britches, which is actually really entertaining.
0: I've heard that
1: yeah, and gonna be reading The Hiding Place, which I have read before, but I was a teenager, so I don't remember. Okay really much about. Yeah, I remember what it is about, but I don't really
0: read yeah. the book. I taught a class to one of our homeschool co-ops on that book. We did readers oh. theater of it. So oh, they would cool. all be assigned like a different person to play and stuff. Oh, that's neat. Yeah.
1: And then um I'm trying to think I have to read The Phantom Tollbooth, so I haven't read it yet. But books that are, you know, you have always heard of them, but I haven't actually read them. Yeah. Um, And then I don't, I can't remember right now what the other ones are, but um, I was going to read along again with Bev Cooks with her next book, but <laughs> I decided not to because I've read two of the books that she is doing. And I think we just have very different book taste. Uh, yeah. And I just thought, you know, I, I'm tired of renting these books or whatever to read them. And then Cause I never go to the library, I always end up reading them on the computer at work. Because that's the only time I have to read that kind of thing. Sometimes, yeah. And it, they're just—they're not my kind of book.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I could see how that would be the case with hers. And she—it's not like she's pre-reading them in advance to see what they're like. She's just kind of doing it as she's reading. Which right. Like I was listening to an episode of What Should I Read Next recently because Ann Vogel just released her summer reading guide, which I haven't looked all the way through. I usually do every summer, and I just haven't had a chance to this year. But um, she was saying on this episode that when she first started doing the reading guides, she would just list books that were coming out that she was looking forward to reading, but then she would read them, and they were terrible, and she felt so bad that she had like recommended them to people. So that's when she switched it. Making sure that she read every book before she recommended it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is really smart. Yeah, it is because
1: if I had recommended some of (laughs) (laughs)
0: these books
1: like, Hey, Bev Cook's really liked this book. Let's read it. then I would have been really embarrassed because it's just not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I totally get that. They aren't books that I would, personally recommend to anyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you. I, um, I'm hoping to do a lot more like light romance reading. (laughs) Like, Oh, I love those kind of books. (laughs) Yeah. Like I loved the Royal We that I read last year and I haven't read anything quite like it since or, you know, things that just I want I kind of want everything to be tied up with a tidy bow at the end right now. And
1: yeah. Yeah, All but I'm happy. also
0: yeah. Yeah. But I'm also having fun because I haven't had a ton of time for reading lately. I've I've upped my reading a little bit, but I've been doing a lot of audiobooks. And that's how I've been able to get a lot of reading done. And but I've been just turning to a lot of celebrity memoirs <laughs> which have been very random, but books I'd, you know, heard some things about for years, or I just thought like, oh, that sounds interesting. So the first one I listened to was Yes, Please by Amy Poehler. And that was just interesting to hear, you know, more of her background and how she ended up where she did and the different experiences that she's had in the industry. I think because I'm like, sort of in this little way involved in the industry with voiceover, I always think it's like interesting to get some of those behind the scenes types of stories. So, yeah. I had fun reading that one. I actually I listened to that one as I was moving. So, while I was packing and doing those kinds of things, it was just like a good listen. And then while I was creating my studio, I listened to My Mother Was Nuts by Penny Marshall. And do you know who Penny Marshall is? No. Huh. Okay, Laverne from Laverne and Shirley.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. Her name and is
1: Penny.
0: Yeah, well, oh, she's dead okay. now. But her name well, yeah. is Penny. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she like she directed A League of Their Own, and um, oh, I can't think of the name of it, but a whole bunch of like, well, I'll buy a whole bunch. She directed seven, um, movies that are like she directed Big. You know, she she actually did quite a bit in the directorial world as she got older, but it was a memoir and very unexpected. A lot of things in it. It's, I'm not like condoning everything she does by any means. Um, but, or everything she did, but still fascinating to hear and to hear through her own eyes. And so, um, yeah, it goes ever, from birth all the way through, um, like past nine eleven, and how you know because she was a native New Yorker and and all that kind of thing. It was it was really interesting. So a different side of Hollywood than some of these more you know contemporary people like Amy Poehler. You know, you're going back to. Like her brother, um, Gary Marshall wrote for like Lucille Ball and you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So it was it was interesting. She just and it, she also got into acting kind of by happenstance. So I thought that it was it was an interesting interesting listen while I was busy doing stuff. Um, do you have other books you've been reading? I've been reading some cookbooks. <laughs> <As> <laughs> of I course do, you, you have. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, it's the way I Which work. Which is so
0: weird to me. I, I don't think I love I love it that. so much. I love it so do you, I much. I mean, do you honestly sit there and read every ingredient? No, no, no. I, so I don't read the recipes, but most cookbooks
1: now have become, they are cookbooks slash a memoir or a whole, like it's never just recipes anymore. Interesting. And yeah, well, you should pick up a cookbook. I guess so. <laughs> <You> know. <laughs> So I am waiting on a cookbook called restorative kitchen that I'm okay. very excited about, but my favorite one that I'm reading right now is ever an everlasting meal by Tamar Adler. And it is fascinating. Huh. It's unlike any cookbook I've ever read. Everyone sh- should read this cookbook. Everyone who cooks in a kitchen should read it. The- and it is actually something you can read. It is a book to read.
0: Okay. It and is, what makes it you just so- fascinating?
1: It's unlike any cookbook I've ever, (laughs) how, I don't don't know how to
0: explain it. So you're going to have to do better than that.
1: This is a podcast. (laughs) Okay. So the first chapter is called how to boil water. And I have already learned so much just from this chapter and I'm not not even finished with it actually. And i actually, I kind of looked ahead There is one little tiny recipe at the end of the chapter, but she goes into just boiling water and all that really you can do with that in the kitchen to provide a meal just by the simple act of boiling water. And she teaches you how to cook food in your kitchen, not, Hey, here's some recipes, but how to take what is in your refrigerator and cook it and how to cook it well, and how to cook it right, and it's so, just read it, it's, I don't know how to explain, it. you read it, and then you explain it to everybody, because <laughs> I don't know how, I'm, no, not, a, I'm not a good, good book critic, but it is, it's fascinating, it's truly fascinating,
0: All I right. just,
1: yeah, uh, it's unlike anything ever cookbook-wise that I've ever read, and I want everyone to go, just check it out of the library, and give
0: it a glance and right. then buy it if you want.
1: But so good. So the author is Tamar Adler.
0: All right, Tamar Adler. We will have yes. that in the show notes. It
1: will blow your cookbook brain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've probably seen way too high praises for it, but really it was presented to me, not me specifically, but just on Instagram actually. Um a couple of people that I'm that I know were reading it. And we're saying this is incredible. Like it changes everything. It just changes everything. And you know that's true. You can you can know that that is true because when I tell you that, like there's one very tiny short recipe at the end of the chapter. So the fact that there's no recipes in that whole chapter yet, I feel like I've come away knowing how to boil water, food differently than I ever have, and better than I ever have. Yeah. without recipes like it equips you for your kitchen in such a basic, great way. Right. And I know how to cook.
0: I mean, yeah. I know how to boil water, but you just read it. Just read right. the book. All right, yeah. I put it on my list. Mm-hmm. Okay, another one I read was "Carrying Albert Home" by Homer Hickam, and it was based on his parents' life and all these legends that his parents would tell about how his mom had gone to, uh, to Florida after she graduated from high school and met Buddy Epson, who was in like the Beverly Hillbillies and all of these, um, you know, shows. And then she ended up going back to this little coal town where she grew up and married his father, but always kind of longed for Buddy Epson. And as a, wedding present. She married Buddy Epson's father? No, 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 no. Homer Hickam, the guy who oh. wrote the book. Okay. Sorry. Wait, what? No, I made <laughs> that confusing. See what an awesome job I'm doing of explaining books. <laughs> okay. I just need to listen better. I got to listen. Yeah, so Homer's dad, his parents. So she goes back, she marries Homer Hickam Sr. Okay. And as a wedding present, Buddy Ebsen sends them an alligator as a wedding gift. Oh my goodness. And so this alligator is growing and she treats it like a puppy. I mean, the thing lives in the house and they say it would like, you know, turn over and let you scratch its belly. And like, Uh, I don't, I don't even know. I couldn't do that. I know, but she just like snuggles this alligator all the time, but eventually it chases Mm -hmm. him out of the house one day when he's in his boxer shorts this alligator takes off after him and he's like that's it it's me or the alligator we are taking the alligator and getting rid of it the only way that she will agree to get rid of the alligator is if they drive it home to Florida well this was in the 30s and so they have this big, long, winding adventure that was supposed to take two months and takes like a year. And they meet John Steinbeck and they meet like all these like pivotal people from the 30s and they experience all these depression era things and he be at one point they stop in this town and homer becomes like a professional baseball player and then they when they're going through florida they get caught on a movie set and the people think they're actually there to be the doubles and so they end up in this movie and it happened to have a crocodile in it so they used albert their alligator as the crocodile and like i mean it's just this crazy crazy story And all the while you're going, like, it was based in something. Like, they show the pictures in the book of, like, the little cement pond that Homer had built for, or maybe her parents had come and built for the alligator at their house in this little coal mining town. Like, there's evidence that Albert existed, but there's no, like, pictures to prove that he this really happened and this was really a thing but then i guess like on when his mother was on her deathbed the um like the hospice nurses would say um yeah she talks to albert all the time who is albert was that oh. your father's name and he's like nope she must have like said all she <laughs> wanted to say to my dad because she never wanted to say my dad's name but she would talk to Albert and they thought it was like a guy, but she insists that it was her alligator. And it's just this really crazy story. And it, you know, there were some parts that were slower than others, but all in all, as you're going along and then you're like, oh my gosh, it's John Steinbeck. Like what in the world? And like they, as they're talking with him, you know, she, he's writing this novel and he's trying to figure out what to name it. And like, she says that's a terrible name you should name it something like the grapes of wrath you know (laughs) like like his mom gave john steinbeck the idea to name his book that you know so yeah it's just you you really do want to know like okay what what really you know happened what was true yeah but it was still it was okay what's the name of it carrying albert home okay homer hickam It sounds really interesting. Yeah, it was. I I liked it. So, yeah, that was a fun one. And then (laughs) another one that I have on my list, and I actually, I just found out that there is, well, I just actually got it because I had an Audible credit. Um, My Family and Other Animals by Gerald Durrell. They have a BBC fully reenacted version that you can get on Audible. So it's got different people playing all of the characters and it's got the background noises and the Ionian sea that you can hear and like all those kinds of things as like a whole performance of the actual book. So I'm looking forward to reading that or listening to it because I've wanted to hear the actual story for a while. Yes. Yeah. I, I would fun. be very into that. Yeah. And then an, another book that I have on my list that I haven't gotten yet that I really want to i'm debating over t- whether to do it audio or an actual physical copy, and I'm kind of leaning towards physical copy because I think there's a lot of notes that I'll want to take in it, and it is "Do Less" by Kate Northup. so I heard her interviewed on the Gold digger podcast podcast i can't speak with <laughs> Jenna Kutcher, and it was. So interesting. Have I told you about this? No, huh? Okay, I mean it's this whole book about productivity, basically, and it's like how it's like time management, but she also talks about energy management, like if we're managing our energy well, then it actually gives us more time. Like if we're doing things at our optimum times of the day when we have more energy, um, it helps us to get more done and fight off like instead of trying to get a lot done when we're in our slump of the day. And and she just has like some really practical science-based information about how to be more productive while not spending more time because it's like it's a productivity book for moms. Hmm. Um, you know, I think it could be used for any type of mom, but especially if you're like a working mom. But okay, this, this apparently there's an entire chapter on this. I am going to butcher this. And so that's why I'm telling you all to go listen to this gold digger episode that we will link in the show notes. But also go get this book because I bet it's really good. <laughs> Again, here I am that recommending. Yeah, here I am recommending books that I haven't read yet. But (laughs) this interview was so compelling. So she has this chapter and it talks about how men experience their hormone cycles every 24 hours. So they go through a complete cycle of their hormones in just one day. Women get through a complete hormonal cycle in an average of 28 days. Just hearing that, I think, is so enlightening about like the modern day workforce and how things work the way that they do. Like, of course, men can kind of give the same sort of productivity and expectations every single day because they cycle every single day. But for women, she talks about there are specific parts of your cycle where different parts of your brain are functioning better. And so there's like one part of your cycle where you are really good at detailed work and you can focus in on just like production and getting things done. There's a part of your cycle where you are like really in research mode and your brain is really good at being able to pick out facts and be visionary and figure out things moving forward. There's a part of your cycle where you're more verbal and your verbal processing centers are like more on fire and you can give quicker responses and you can use a lot more words. So she says that she has changed the way that she structures her business because she owns her own business to batch work in throughout the month, specializing oh. in the thing that her brain is most... You know, acute to during that time. So it's like she will do all of her recording for podcasts or videos when she's in her really verbal mode. And, you know, she'll work on oh. getting projects done when she's in that mode where it's like she's in the really like detailed work and kind of just retreats and get things finished. So I just thought that was so incredibly interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. So I want to like go back to that episode and take notes, but I I think I just need to get the book and like hack my life based on that because I think I could be so much more productive. And I totally, when she pointed it out, it was like, oh, that's so true. Like that is a thing. Yeah. Oh, no.
1: As You're saying that I can think in my head. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I mean, it is a thing for sure. I never thought
0: to put my
1: life's chores around that before. Yeah.
0: But it makes total sense. I am really looking forward to learning more about that because I think that that is just brilliant. It is. Yeah. Yeah guys I'm gonna take one quick more minute to tell you about one of the products and companies that I was most excited about this year as a sponsor and that is away away creates thoughtful products designed to change how you see the world they started with the perfect suitcase and crafted it with features that make travel more seamless you guys these suitcases are amazing and because they know that everyone has a different style they made their carry-on in an array of colors I got the blush pink I absolutely love it has a little bit of my personality and it's easy to see on the conveyor when it's coming on of a plane. They created two different sizes, the carry-on and the bigger carry-on, which easily stows in most of the overhead bins. And they created them in two different materials, a strong yet flexible polycarbonate and an anodized aluminum so you can get what's right for you. Now, you guys, these suitcases, they're a lightweight and durable shell that's made to last for a lifetime of travel. They have a 100-day trial that lets you try any away product on the road, a limited lifetime warranty, which means they'll fix or replace your bag if it ever gets damaged, a built-in compression pad that helps you pack more in, oh my goodness you guys. If you're an over-packer like I am, this is essential. Man, this would have come in so handy last year on my trip to Arkansas. I'm kind of a hyper-packer, if I'm gonna be really honest. Like, I study packing online before I go someplace, and I am able to get the results I want with my Away suitcase because I can fit everything in there just perfectly, and it helps me to fit more in with their built-in compression pad. They have a range of unique personalization offerings, including hand painting. Four 360-degree spinner wheels guarantee a smooth ride for easy travel to get you where you're going. TSA approved combination locks keep your belongings safe. An optional ejectable battery to keep your phone charged. You guys, this is the other amazing thing about these suitcases. You don't have to try to fight over a plug-in at the airport anymore. You can just sit wherever you want to and plug your phone directly into your bag! Plus a removable laundry bag to separate clean clothes from dirty clothes, keep you organized while you're on the road. Plus they even offer free shipping on any order within the contiguous U.S., Europe, and Australia or Or you can get them at one of their actual stores in New York, Austin, LA, San Francisco, Boston, Chicago, and London. You guys, I'm so excited about this suitcase. I love how durable it is because I tend to be a little rough on bags, I'm a little clumsy, and if I'm just too clumsy for it, then they'll fix it. I love how it helps me to keep everything organized, especially as I'm on the go, even coming back from a trip, I'm able to keep things organized because of the way it's designed. It's a really sleek bag that makes me feel pretty stylish, which I'm all about, and it keeps my phone charged, which is pretty much my number one problem when I'm traveling, and I love that they fixed it. And guess what? You can get $20 off a suitcase. Just visit awaytravel.com slash lovely20 and use the promo code lovely20 during checkout. Again, you guys, that's $20 off to completely simplify your traveling experience. It is so worth it. Just visit awaytravel.com slash lovely20. So that kind of sums up like pretty much what I have been reading and what I'm next going to be looking at. Did you have any other books? I just,
1: no, I just have to focus. I mean, I do have some other ones that I have to read for the school thing. Like, I have to read um, the American Experience Storybook, but I, I will enjoy that. Yeah. Um, that, that would, And it's real short little chapters about people, and each chapter is about a person in history. So oh. I will. That'll be, yeah, really interesting. I mean, really, I just have to focus on plowing through these books yeah. for school. So, And how many do you have to do? That's Shorter for B because they're, I think some of them are bigger books, um, maybe
0: five or six. Oh, okay. I think. Well, it's better. I thought you yeah. were going to say like 27 or.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no, 12. no, no. no. <laughs> I think maybe five or six, but. Okay. Um, but in A, it was more maybe or two ten or something. So. Okay. Less, you know. Yeah. Less than I was if I had taught the other class, but. <clears throat> yeah. Still. Yeah. I look forward to picking some of my own books as well yeah. when this is oh, finished. I bet.
0: I bet. Okay. What are some things that you are currently doing for self-care? Oh, sleeping when I can. Yeah. Um
1: Uh, well, I exercise now, 5 days a week. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. So, I go, I get up so early. It's and crazy. Crazy. <laughs> It's crazy, but I like it though. Yes, I know. Yes. And so I exercise for an hour every morning and then I, what do I do for self-care where I come to you and I say, what do I need for my new skincare? (laughs) And then I get it. So that's a self-care thing. And really the biggest thing for me lately has just been letting myself stop. Yeah. Like I'm just going to veg out this evening and that's okay. Yeah, And so giving myself permission to rest has been the biggest self care thing, I think, lately. It's stressful right now. Yeah. It's a stressful phase of life and yeah. might stick around for a while. So um I've I'm just learning to say it's okay to just
0: rest and not be productive right now. Yeah. No, I completely hear you. I, well, this, okay, this is two part thing, but I went to six weeks of yoga therapy where I met one-on-one with a gal who's like a certified yoga therapist. And she is certified in like dealing with trauma and PTSD and adrenal fatigue and anxiety and depression and all these things. And so she would meet with me and for all of you who are going to email me and at me and whatever about the evils of <laughs> yoga, save it. I've looked into it. We hold different viewpoints. So just know that you don't have to let me know that I'm worshiping Buddha because I'm not. Okay. Anyway, he talks in the yoga therapy about how like we literally carry things in our bodies. Like our bodies will respond to stress scenarios, whether we've worked it out in our brains or not. So even though I've been through counseling and all of these things that help me be able to say like, oh, that's a trigger for me and you shouldn't have to be scared of it. Like your body will still react to those things. And because of the amount of stress I've been through for the last 14 years and also the past 20 months, um, I'm in a state of adrenal fatigue. And that's basically like your adrenals are what let off your cortisol, which is your stress hormone. And sometimes your adrenals get into this place where they've been letting off stress hormones so frequently that that cycle doesn't shut down the way that it's supposed to. And your adrenals keep firing out the cortisol because there hasn't been enough rest. There hasn't been enough healing to not have that, that physical response happening pretty constantly. And then that messes with your digestion and your fatigue and your ability to fight off illness and like all these other things. It kind of shuts off all the other parts of your body so you can just respond to the stressful stimuli. And so then that leads me to being sick. And that leads me to being tired. And I was trying to be all like, great and wonderful when I moved and like, okay, this is a fresh new start. And I'm going to, you know, change my life. And I'm going to have these great mornings where I'm going to get up super early. And I'm going to work out and I'm going to do all this stuff. And I did it. And this one morning, as I was doing it, I was only like two mornings in, And I was in the middle of this workout and it wasn't even a hard workout. And I had to stop and run to the bathroom. I was like, I'm going to be sick. And I told my yoga therapist that I was like, what the heck? Like, I'm trying to get fit and you know, all this stuff. And she was like, your body can't handle getting fit right now. Like your body is just trying to cope with stress. And by working out, essentially you're putting it in more stress. And oh. your body is telling you like nope, I can't handle this right now. What you actually need to do is rest. And so she actually taught me a lot of restorative yoga techniques which can kind of look like you're taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> like but you get Tell in the- me more about this. <laughs> I know, right? No, but she would put me like in certain positions And then she would put like weighted, like these little weighted pillow things. Like I use my little rice heaters at home. She put like one across my back where my adrenal glands are because they sit like right on top of your kidneys, I think, or near your liver. or They're on your mid-lower back. (laughs) And so I think they're on top of your kidneys anyway. Go look at an anatomy diagram. <laughs> but she would put, you know, like weight on my back because it, she said, like, it would press on your adrenals and help, like, slow them down. Or, like, she would put, like, a little mask over my eyes and, like, on my feet. And it's kind of like that idea we see a lot with the weighted blankets that are becoming really yeah. popular right now. There's, like, yeah. this sense of security and, like, calming the nervous system when we have that weight on us and she even recorded for me this special like tailored just for me it's called yoga nidra and it's a meditation again don't it's not (coughs) a weird thing it's like it's a (laughs) relaxation technique where you kind of like go through your whole body like taking she'll say you know like don't just like think about each thing it's like a butterfly landing on each of these parts so she'd say you know like your fingertips the back of your hand the palm of your hand your forearm your elbow like and she goes through this whole thing and it takes about 20 minutes she recorded it for me so I can do it whenever I'm feeling like that sluggishness and I pretty much invariably which this was kind of embarrassing but I fell asleep right in front of her we are the only two people in the room (laughs) (laughs) I fell asleep. But she was like, your body needed it. But the weird thing is, it's like this type of meditation that takes you into this relaxing state where your brain isn't firing and everything anymore. But then it brings you back out of it so that you can be rested. But it's supposed to be the equivalent like that you feel of like a two to three hour nap. Because of the way Whoa. your body like so shuts down into relaxation and then pulls back out in a healthy way. And so every time I do it, I fall asleep in the middle. But even just <laughs> listening to her voice, like whatever it is, subliminally, that like by the time it's winding down, I wake back up. And so it's like, it's crazy. This little like 20 minute cycle that. If I'm hitting like a slump in the afternoon, I can even have Ellie do it with me and just like kind of get that, that extra boost of rest that I'm needing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. What
1: is it called? Cause it's it called,
0: yeah, it's called Yoga Nidra. Nidra. And she asked yeah. me like, what is the place that, you know, when you think of is like the most relaxing, like. What is your favorite place that makes you feel like safe and you know whatever? And I have this Rebecca's one. Lucas house. Yeah. She was like, other than Arkansas, though. She right. Other than oh, Arkansas, yes. Oh, that's funny. She was like, is there another place? I was like, okay, there's this lake and like that I like to, you know, that I grew up on and stuff. And she's like, okay. And so, she talks about that in my specific yoga nidra, but you can find other ones online that just aren't, like, tailored specifically to you. But, um, yeah, I've, I think she taught me so many different tools. Like, she gave me my own, like, yoga practice to do to help me, like, start off a day to, like, gain more energy in the morning. And, like, it was just, it was a really, it was, I would go every time thinking, like, is this really gonna do anything? And then I'd come out and be like, dang, that was, really something (laughs) so yeah that was a huge thing for self-care for me and then this one I know you're gonna love (laughs) oh
1: brother I know
0: what you're gonna say yuck (laughs) not making a bath bath. (laughs) with essential oils and epsom salts I just terrible i love it and then i will set my computer up on a little stool next to my bath and i can watch my show or i can read a book and okay do you not whore, like do you not get so hot i do but then i get out like uncomfortably hot oh okay but i think of it kind <laughs> of like a sauna like saunas are really good for our system To like toxins and that kind of thing. So I think of it like that with the Epsom salts and everything. I think it's like just one more. Okay, so
1: you're admitting that the bath is probably pulling toxins out of your body. Yes. Right? I am. And yet (laughs) you still want to sit in that water. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Well, I still like take showers and everything. Uh, But yeah, I know, I know. Well, I know. Yeah, I get that. I I couldn't actually just, but this is like my issue from as far back as I can remember. When I was little, you know, I would just, I wouldn't sit in the tub. I would have my mom put maybe an inch of water and then I would perch on my tiptoes and try to hurry up and just, I I hate baths. Oh, I hate them (laughs) so much. So funny. But I think it's great. Like if you want to take one, do it. But no. don't expect me to hop on that bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you like hot tubs? No, not. I mean, if my back hurts, then yeah, because I'll let the little bubble blower be right on my lower back or something. And what about, but I've only been is? in one, maybe twice in my life. Really? Gross. It? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Probably.
0: Do you think I have pl- access to a lot of hot tubs? <laughs> yeah. Do you think, I think it, the pools well, are disgusting? Do you think it's more dis- disgusting than a lake? It's disgusting in different ways. All right. So
1: I, I don't like snot. <laughs> and one time when I was a teenager, oh, you know, because water was be people's able noses.
0: To I don't. I, this uh, might be the thing. Probably not. It makes me gag podcast. to even okay, talk about it. Okay, let's not go there. It,
1: yeah. Well, just, you just, just know, water yes. is constantly cleaning out people's sinuses. <laughs> and in a pool, pool i mean it it is because the water goes up their nose you know and then they wipe their nose kind of to get the water out but you're i can't okay do it yeah i can't even hardly talk about it now that we've ruined pools and baths for everyone (laughs) so i love to go to the pool and sit on the
0: side yeah
1: and watch the girls play and sometimes i'll put my legs in or whatever but i'm happy to just be on the sidelines yeah But I don't, I'm not to the point, like, I don't tell the girls, you know, you don't want to go in a pool. I don't do anything like that. They have a blast and it doesn't bother them. And so that's great. Yeah. But I don't want to have to get in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not big on getting in except for that time last summer when he was 12 at the time and he was like, I could totally beat you. My son, Roman, I was like, you can't beat me. And I totally kicked his butt in a swimming competition. And so that was worth
1: it. <laughs> I I mean I'll get in now and then
0: here and there but
1: yeah. it just doesn't for the most part yeah I just don't want to yeah,
0: yeah. I hear you I'm with you on that one. I'm weird about water stuff I just, yes you are
1: yes I you know <laughs> it's okay I'm okay I'm
0: comfortable yeah. with that so that I and don't. the way she takes p- pills people it's really, listen,
1: the world should <laughs> hop on that board for sure, because it makes so much more sense. No, you have to never know beer. they're there. You never know they're in your mouth.
0: So <laughs> that's the way to do it. All right. She puts the water in her mouth first and then pops the pill in between and then lips. just
1: swallow. And, but it's it makes crazy so much sense. Thing. You know, some pills taste gross yeah. too. And so you oh don't even gosh. know, you don't even taste them because they're just floating in the water and then they go down your mouth, down your throat. And then you're done. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, It's a good thing. It's a smart thing.
0: All righty. Weird. Keep believing that. Yeah. Okay. Did you have any other self-care things? I don't think so. No. I think that's it. I am going to be doing my Sakura baby facial (laughs) tonight (laughs) from Drunk Elephant that I got a sample of at Sephora. But we already went into that in detail last week, yep. so I, I won't go there again, but just so you know, that is part of my self-care.
1: I do enjoy that kind of thing in theory, but then when I go to do it, I'm so tired. Yeah. That I'm like, ugh, I just would rather get in bed and go to sleep. So yeah. right now, that's not high on my list just because yeah. I'm tired right now.
0: So Yeah. But I do enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Eating. You go you first. Do got to okay. think about this. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is actually a drinking thing. Not like I'm... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's about to get really... That sounded way not what I meant. Okay. Something <laughs> I'm enjoying drinking, not alcoholic. Okay. This is a morning thing. I don't know if I can completely condone it because I'm sure it's not great, but I have fallen in love with Stoke cold brew and it's... um slightly sweet, I think is what they call it. So it's just this sweetened cold brew coffee and I add cream to it. And I actually mix in my vital proteins, collagen peptides that I got at Costco. And it has been the thing that I turn to every morning and it is not good for adrenal fatigue, but I feel like maybe it balances out with my collagen peptides. And I think that maybe... (laughs) Because I've been seeing so much difference in my skin lately, I think that the collagen peptides could be partially responsible for that. And I just there's something about this cold brew coffee I just adore. What is the brand again? It's Stoke. I'm gonna have I'm to look up. Not familiar with that. It's so good. In fact, I don't have any for tomorrow morning, and we're recording this. It's almost eight o'clock at night, and I am like tempted. To put real pants back on and <laughs> go <to the> store <laughs> and get my cold brew so that I have it while I'm working tomorrow. Like it's just <laughs> not good. It's
1: well, so good. I do love salted cold foam cold brew
0: from I've Starbucks sometimes
1: any. as a treat. I've it's good, but listen, if you ever get one, don't drink it with most. Most of the Starbucks give you the right lid. Sometimes though, they'll just put on a normal lid and hand you a straw. That's not how they should be consumed. You have to do the lid that has the little spout. Yeah. The clear plastic lid with the spout because it truly, the beauty of the drink is the way it goes into your mouth, like the (laughs) layers of drink because it's kind of layered. So the bottom layer travels through the layers into your mouth. And so they're all coming in. Oh, it's so good. So if you're doing a straw, it just doesn't have the same. Because then you're only getting kind of what's at the bottom.
0: Yeah. You're
1: not getting, you know, the other layers. So it does make a difference.
0: Makes sense. All right. Well, if I ever get up the nerve to try one, I just like get in my bread and I don't get it that often.
1: Well, and they're not sweet. So if you need
0: sweet, then they're not, may not be for you. Yeah. But,
1: um, but they're delicious. So good.
0: All right. Okay, another yep. thing this is not like an eating thing, but as long as we're talking about like the collagen peptides and like, you know, wellness, I have been loving my Care of Vitamins. I'm almost out of them. I have gotten them twice now and they've been a sponsor of the show, so I'm sure we have some fabulous code that we can put in the show notes. I'll have to find. <laughs> but they I love them. It's just it's so simple. And I take more supplements beyond what is just in my little care of pack, but I know they've been making it better and better and better so you can customize it even more to what you need. And the pack that I've been taking has like a bunch of adaptogens in it, like ashwagandha and rhodiola and things that are really good for stress. And they actually adapt to how your body is handling stress to help you best. And I just, I love that it's so simple. It's in this little package that has my name printed right on the front. And they have some little fun fact on there that you read every day. And (laughs) it's just, it's so silly, but I just love them. I think it's super simple. And I really like the Care of Company. And I think it'll probably be like as I'm running out of other vitamins that I have that I've been taking alongside of my Care of. I I think cost wise it would work out just as well for me to just like fully customize a pack and add in the other things that I'm taking, so that it would just like simplify it and I don't think it would be any more expensive than buying the big vitamins at the store and they're like high quality vitamins like I would want and I'm I really like them I think they're a really great company. So how did you get them? how do you get them tailored?
1: What do they do? What's the process to get it tailored for you?
0: Well, you take a quiz that takes maybe five minutes when you are first getting started. And I think you can retake the quiz whenever you want to, if you have like changing needs, but they ask you like, how often do you typically take vitamins and how committed to you are, or how committed are you to doing this? And, um, like, What are the top things that you are wanting help with? So it can be like your skin or your digestion or stress or brain fog or like all these different things. And then based on your answers to this quiz, and it's, you know, it's got quite a few questions. Then they'll say, these are the things that we recommend the most for you. And they'll tell you exactly why they recommend those specific vitamins for you or supplement minerals or whatever. And then they have other things. I think they've come out with like protein powders now. And I really liked, if you guys saw me on Instagram, I don't know, maybe six months ago, they have these little like powder shots you can take of like probiotics and different stuff for immune support if you feel like you're getting sick. I took one of them on Instagram and it's this powder and you just like dump it into your mouth but I like inhaled it and then Did you when choke? I, when I coughed the powder like yeah. shot out of my mouth like I was puffed the magic dragon and I got the giggles really bad on Instagram. But I haven't choked on them again. You just have to be smart about how you're taking it like a pixie stick. And um and they actually taste really good, and I've I've just been very impressed with their company. So yeah, that's cool. I've seen a lot of, I've seen them promote on
1: a lot of things, mm-hmm. and um, I keep being tempted, but I haven't pulled the plug on it yet. But yeah, I really or like was it. That we say pull the
0: plug on it? I haven't. That's right. Oh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. And this, I actually yeah, so I haven't gonna, done it yet. I wasn't going to mention this company. I didn't have it in my notes, but. I am using Thrive Market to help with our grocery shopping and being able to like good products for better prices and stuff. And so that is something that is helping with our eating right now is using Thrive Market when I'm doing like my grocery shopping for the next week. And by using Plan to Eat... I will, you know, schedule so far in advance that I have a little bit better idea of what's coming up and then it allows me to order things more easily. So it's not like last minute, I'm having to run to the store and get stuff.
1: Yeah. So. We are using Instacart and it is oh. life-saving. Oh my goodness. In fact, this is how great it is. So the other day my mom had to come watch the girls at my house Okay. and I was an hour away and she said, "What am I supposed to feed them for lunch?" And I thought, "Oh my goodness, I didn't even think about that." I just got on my app, ordered groceries, and had them sent to my house. So I was like, "Okay, wow. well, the groceries will show up at eleven, and then this is y'all can you know make sandwiches
0: and blah blah blah." But it's it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I need to see what kind of availability yes that has. Well, there. if you have it, tell me because
1: I have. There's a code like if you share it, I get a ten dollar oh, yeah. credit. So. All Don't right. sign up for it without checking okay. with me first. But it is, I mean, truly, it is game-changing. Like, yeah, my sister and I were talking about it today because she has it in Nebraska. And she said, you know, I cannot afford for someone to clean my home. Can't afford to have a nanny. But I can afford to get, pay somebody to bring me my groceries. And, of course, they have, like, terrible winters of negative 28-degree weather and all this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. she said... You know, this winter when I don't have to get out with my kids to go get groceries, that's oh yeah, huge, huge, you know, and yeah. she, of course she has little, she
0: has little ones. I mean,
1: you know, Sullivan's real small, but, um, she's like, that's,
0: that's like, wow. It, okay. We do have it here and it okay. says that we can get it from like Costco. And yeah. so Natural here we have Harps.
1: All, yeah. We have Harps, Aldi, Petco and Sam's right now that do it, but I'm guessing more and more of the grocery stores will, you know, um, oh, my
0: come on goodness. board. Yes. This Don't do an account I mean, yet. I want to send you. Okay. My I link, won't, but, I won't, but yeah. I just might do this tomorrow instead of yeah. going to the grocery store so that I can work. That would be, you amazing. can
1: get a yearly pass thing. I think it's $99, but the amount of gas that I would spend oh, going yeah. to the various stores to get the deals and the time would be, thing. and the time, yes, the driving around, Is way worth 99 a year.
0: Yeah. I'm going to tell my mom about this too, because. And it's fast, like within two hours. I mean, you can get it quickly. You don't, it's
1: not like Walmart where you have to remember to do it the day before, you know, basically to get a spot. Yeah. It's two hours. I mean, you can have it within two hours. So it's usually faster than that. And this, while they are shopping, you can text them. So if you want to add something oh to your order before they check out, or they might say, Hey, they were out of this. Do you want me to substitute this instead? And they'll send you a picture. I mean, like it's a back and forth conversation between you and the person shopping for you at the store.
0: Oh And my so goodness. you,
1: and you see, as they buy something, you'll say like, they just bought, they just put this item in the cart. And these are how many more items of your order that they still need to put in the cart. And it's amazing. This it's amazing. is amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited. Between this and Thrive Market, it's I you mean, never go to a store again. Which is great because also your grocery budget, like, there will be
1: impulse yes. buys. Yes.
0: Because you're just, mm-hmm. yep. Oh, my goodness. I'm so Put excited. Put that in self-care.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a self-care thing right there. Yes. But it's truly incredible. I mean,
0: truly. <laughs> it's, All right. it's wondrous. Yeah. yeah. I'm super excited to check that out. Yeah. Send me stuff as soon as we're done. I'll order tomorrow. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. I need to mention one recipe that is literally, we're eating it like every week. Oh, let me guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it change your life chicken or something like that? change your life chicken. I got to try it. Oh, my word. It is no joke. The Lazy Genius, it's her recipe. It's changed your life. It has changed my life. And so she has it on her blog. If you just Google, well, we'll have a link to it in the show notes for Change Your Life Chicken. But she did an entire podcast episode about Change Your Life Chicken, really? <laughs> just talking about like, make sure you're doing it this way. And this is why I do it this way. And it's easy cleanup because you use foil and um, parchment paper. Don't at me. I know the waste. I don't care <laughs> right now. Because it makes sense. About the parchment paper? Like people complain about that waste. They would probably be like, Oh, Oh, that's how useful to use tin foil and parchment paper. It is worth it. And so it's easy cleanup. It's super easy to make. I make so much that usually we have a couple of pieces of chicken for the next couple of days that I can like have for lunch or feed Ellie for lunch. And I munch on the veggies. For days afterward, and they are the best roasted vegetables I have ever had in my entire life. It is so good. I'm reading about it right now. Yeah, yeah. And I love having it as leftovers. Like I'm going to make it again on Monday, and I figured like, okay, that's going to be my lunches for the whole week. Like I'm just going to make enough that we just have a ton left in the fridge because it's just that good, that simple. I love it. It looks good. Yeah. Okay. A lot of times I will go to like Trader Joe's and get organic Brussels sprouts and organic cauliflower and like all these things that for the most part are already prepped. Like they're already in little pieces and whatever. I'll usually mm-hmm. asparagus. I'll get one of their little um, things of all the different colored potatoes, like golden and purple and everything. And you just chop them up easy. And they just have to be like generally the same size pieces, and so I mean, it takes me maybe 20 minutes to prep the whole thing, and then it cooks for 50, so you do have to have a little bit of forethought about it. But man, is it good! It's just so, so it's just salt and pepper, is that yeah, right? And I mean, like, I'll add, I typically add like paprika, garlic, onion powder. Like you can yeah. jazz it up however you want, and she talks about that in the post. Like you could add curry, you could add, you know, whatever. You could do a Mexican one. You could do however you want to to change it up. We just really like the oh, yeah. salt, pepper, onion, garlic, mm, and rosemary paprika. and thyme. Oh that yeah, would be delicious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, you could totally I've change. I got it these. Um,
1: Gabi, what's gobby cooking? She has a line of seasonings. And I just got them in the other day, which that would be another food thing, I guess. They're oh, yeah. really, really good. But they would be, I'm thinking on this, like I would do the all things meat
0: seasoning on this. Oh, yeah.
1: Delicious.
0: Yeah. So I, mm. it has literally been a game changer. I'm so excited about it. And your kids haven't gotten tired of it or anything like that? No. My kids are so excited every time I do it. I've made wow. it a couple of different ways. They have like their favorite way. Mom makes sure the chicken skin is crispy. Make sure like it's this much crispy. I don't like it when it's this much crispy. <laughs> like they, <laughs> they know exactly how they like it. They all devour it and it's so good.
1: Wow. So. Okay.
0: Yeah. I'm reading all the little things about it. Yeah. Okay. And I just realized that we have had a very long podcast episode. Yep. I thought about that a minute ago. (laughs) But it's worth it. And I think that's a good note to go out on. If you take nothing else away from this episode. Go change your life with some chicken. (laughs) Go change your life with some chicken because it is literally that good. So there you go. That's what I'm going to go do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Go order the ingredients on Instacart yes. if you don't have them,
0: oh, and then I'm go so change excited. your life with the chicken. This is a That's golden awesome.
1: podcast episode. <laughs>
0: Yay! All right. Well, thank you for chatting all of the the likes with me again. We'll yeah, do it it's fun. in the fall or in the summer sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye. Alright ladies, as always, you can find the links to all of the things that we talked about today, and there were a lot of them, if you go to boldturquoise.com slash 120, and that's where you can find the show notes for this episode. Also, make sure you head over to Patreon like we talked about, patreon.com cultivatingthelovely cultivating the lovely. Get in there, get your episodes early and ad free. That's what I'm talking about. And hey, if you really love the show and you want to do something to just like give a high five and support us and really, really help other people find out about the show, continue to help the show to grow and be able to reach more people and continue moving forward, then all you have to do is go to iTunes and leave a rating and review. Over there, it'll only take you a couple of minutes. All you have to do is click the little five star button and leave a little sentence about why you like it. Of course, you don't have to leave a five star review, but I would really obviously love it if you did. And just say a little something about what you enjoy about the show. It helps other people find the show because then iTunes starts recommending it to other people. So it really does make a big difference. And thank you so much to all of you who have done that thus far. All right, ladies, I guess that's it for this episode. We will be back again next week, but until then, go be bold and gracious.